I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to Pod Bible Podcast episode number nine. Hello. How are we nine episodes in already? Well, I know exactly why we're nine episodes in. It's the, the ninth episode. Yeah, we've done eight before this. This is the ninth. The next one will be the tenth, yeah. just to pre-warn you. Yeah. Um, but we're really enjoying it. Hopefully you guys are as well. Um, last week, who do we have on? So we had the wonderful Poppy from Gossip Mongers. We had Pete and Jim from Football Ramble and Rume from Cheap Chat. Adam, what have we got coming up now? We have one of my favourite chats so far because I got the opportunity to sit down with Johnny Vaughan yeah, you was on your own for that one. I was so jealous. Yeah, I got to go into his uh, Radio X studios just before he recorded his afternoon show. Uh, Johnny is somebody who I have been a big fan of since I was a teenager, yeah, watching Big Breakfast in my bedroom every morning before college and all that stuff. And I got to go and have a, have a chat with him. And as you will hear, uh, he, he was meant to be talking about his Radio X podcast, but he just spoke about all sorts of other stuff too. So uh, you should strap yourselves in for this one. Right, we're here with Johnny Vaughan. Hello, Johnny. Uh, afternoon to you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Do we, do we say good afternoon or good evening, or does time not exist in Podland? Time doesn't exist, but uh, okay. you can say anything you like. It's like on the on the seventh day, Pod created this timeless zone that we're in now. It's nice. Yes. And this is, and this is his Bible. Yes. Okay, nice. We are spreading the word uh, of Pod. And weirdly, the system we're recording on is Genesis, so it all ties in rather rather superbly, doesn't it? So isn't that a lovely tie-in? And, and I said that to them, and it was racy wordplay, and it was greeted with hilarity. <laughs> I'm satisfied to recall. And everyone had a little bit of a giggle over that, because we were using Genesis as our sound system. And he went in with a biblical, and it was rather good. <laughs> Johnny, yes. we usually start off by asking guests about their podcast, but perhaps we should actually ask you about your radio show. Well, my radio show is the podcast, yeah. effectively. Yeah. It, it's highlights and some bits that don't make it into the show. Okay. I don't know why. Sometimes we overrun a bit and Big size sort of wax in the bits that are kind of, you know... It, it, we do a few pre-record bits, like interviews, occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh Sometimes we pre-record those for the shows. Not that we have very many, right. uh, but uh, we've had like twelve guests. But when we do, you get more. Okay. But broadly, uh, we're on for fifteen hours a week, and that's that, and somehow they manage to cram that into fifty minutes. Okay, so the podcast is a weekly yeah, highlight show. Yeah, it's a weekly highlight show. I have two of them. I have one for the Kickabout, uh, which is a sports show. Mm-hmm. I say sports show, it's a complete lie. It's a, it's a sort of, it avoids sport every week, but sounds like it could break into sport at any second. Right. It's called the Kickabout. Yeah. It's on at Saturday, 11 o'clock. And Saturday, 11 o'clock, it's weird because that's, it's a slot I really feel like a, I don't know, I've got a lot of say about. On, on Five Live, mm-hmm. I produce uh, Fighting Talk. Right. Which is there. Uh, on Talk Sport, uh, I invented uh, a show called The Warm Up, which is also on at 11 o'clock. And then I'm up against those two with the kickabout. So I really feel like I'm like, when it comes to 11 o'clock at sa- on Saturday, that's my It's spot. all about you. Yes, I'm only up against me. Yeah, so you're winning. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically, I've won. won. I'm the man. Like the Grinch stole Christmas. I stole Saturday 11s. Uh, that's. <laughs> Congratulations. So uh, we have the kickabout, and uh, and that's a 40-minute highlight package. But considering it's only two two hours of show, um, that's quite. Uh, that means you get the whole lot there. But the uh, the 4 till 7 Thang podcast, which is my other podcast, um, that's that's a lot more. In terms of what I call the puree factor, 
mm. as we reduce the wheat down into a little puree, a little concentrate, okay. it's got a bit more juice. Uh, sorry, a bit more juice. Jus. Yeah, jus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds sorry, delicious. thank you for creating yeah. Sounds delicious. So it is. That's much more of a jus. Yeah. Okay, and uh, how does that work then? Uh, do you top and tail that podcast? Yeah, with... always, always top and tail. I try and keep those to minimum, though, because generally when I listen to podcasts, I can't stand all that bit like, here's the podcast, mm. I just want to get into it. Yeah. But it's fair enough. It's fair enough. It's like, pff, I don't know what the, what the pod world equivalent of four players, but there's a bit too much on some of them. There's <laughs> okay. a bit too much. Like, sort of come and get down to it. You just want to get Everyone's excited now. Everyone's excited now. We've done it all. We're all ready. Okay. And would you say that people necessarily need to have heard the radio show before? Could they just listen to the podcast? Do you have a lot of people who do just listen to the podcast? Loads of people just listen to the podcast, yeah. 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 I don't know how many, because I don't know how the stats work. Okay. But I, I'm always staggered as to where people have listened to it. Um, you know, sometimes... I, I, in fact, I was in Marbella last week, and I was with... Uh, sometimes podcasts can really be handy. I was talking to someone who I used to... He, I used to beat in the father's race at my kid's nursery school. Right. And this guy was always... And I caught him sprint training once before the Father's Day race, the year before, because I, I whipped him. I caught him doing sprint training. He was running down the ones with common <laughs> with one of those parachutes on his sodding back. Wow. Yeah? Anyway, Commitment. I bump into him on a beach in, uh, in Marbella uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was sitting there, and I was on my own because I was waiting for some people for lunch. And he's looking at me, and he's looking across, and he still had that air of, like, because he's a banker that he's, you know, somehow, you know. And, and they always do that thing, like, the, the great, you know, with radio these days, those kind of, I don't know, media snobs always pull that. So what are you working on these days? And you go, radio, you go, radio X, what's that? We're like, 10. And you sort of look at me thinking, <laughs> you twat. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, and um, he's going, no, I don't think we get... I said, well, you might not get it out in Henley. Anyway, so he, he's, he's been quite condescending about things. Mm. And uh, I say, no, but you can get it on the podcast. And he's gone, podcast. <laughs> no, he's really sort of like, you know, he's kind of a bit yeah. older than me. And he's a bit sort of old school about these things. Mm-hmm. I said, no, the podcast's really popular. He goes, and he's sort of laughing like I'm making excuses. I can believe it. There was these two bankers with their missus. Missus is... Miss, uh, I can't mi- correct you on that one. Miss I. Yeah. We'll go with that. That sounds like a tribe. <laughs> the Missai tribe. Anyway, there were two bankers with their Missai. And they were and they they got up and they were going for lunch. It was at the Marbella Club. It's a really smart hotel. And these guys were players. And they walked past. They went, Yo, TJ, love the podcast. And I was like, I go, really? And they both went, sure, sure, sure. I was thinking, wow, they're wealthier than you. <laughs> and they're wealthier. And they were, you know what I mean? They were higher up the sort of master of the universe, city broker, hedge fund manager scale than him. Yeah. And they'd and he'd just been sitting. It was just sometimes it all counts for you. Perfect. And I just looked up to the skies and I thought, God bless the podcast. <laughs> There's no way these two are listed between four and seven. You know, they, they're they probably just somewhere going to off their trolleys on expenses, claret and champagne. Bloody right. They're probably just finishing bloody lunch. So they get it at weekend. I was just so pleased. I was like, get in there. Yeah, incredible. And he looked really undone. He's going, he, when they've got it, he's going, yeah, no, I, I, I'll, I'll, what I, what I download it. I go, no, just don't bother. <laughs> or giving his name away. I said, no, no, but I mean, if you don't put you out, I mean, those guys enjoy it, but, you know, fair enough. You haven't it heard of it. Yeah, you. you stay in the past, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and last question with regards to your podcasts. Brand new listeners. Yeah. Could they just download the latest episode or yeah if I was you I'd do more than that I'd go back and get a lot download all of them do you get credits for that? is that noted in the great pod kind of ledger uh yeah <laughs> you are <a> liar. <laughs> um, yeah, you can always just get it and and, and uh, our producer Big Sigh is um, 
we're really old school about our resets. Mm-hmm. And I want that on the record. <laughs> we, we, even, if, even if it's only been two songs since we last discussed the song, everything on our show is guaranteed full reset. Right. For max accessibility. So there's no problem there. There's no problem. And even if you're not, you'll get that thing of like, oh, they find it for you know, that sort of thing where you've sort of wandered in on someone else's joke, but it is yeah. actually for you. You instantly, you don't kind of mind it. Yeah. It's such a warm, nice place to be. Yeah. So, you know? Yeah, that comes across. Yeah, so it's um, it's uh, it's fine. It's really accessible. It really is. It's an accessible listening. You can go back and actually, hopefully, it'll just get enough sort of mystery going in your mind. Like things like Mexican handbags. So Mexican handbags. It's our Monday spectacular. Now you might not get them first time. Okay. But a Mexican handbag originally was. It, I was with my kids on holiday in Mexico. Someone was selling exactly the same handbags, but they all had different designer labels on. But it's the same handbag. Yeah. But one was Fendi, Chanel, Gucci. And ever since then, my kids have looked at obvious fake goods and said, ah, the old Mexican handbag, eh? Right. And uh, my son even said to me, what's a Mexican wave? And I said, it, it, why is it called a, sorry, he said, why is it called a Mexican wave, Dad? And the answer was, because it's not a real wave. The old Mexican handbag, it's anything fake. But now the Mexican handbag has become... It's just a way of tidying up the human condition. So this week we had the old... We spin the reels of the Mexican bandit and it came up with the old Egyptian pharmacist. Right. Which Gav says is a... Is a is a is a is a, um, a kebab shop. I'd say it's an off license. Okay. Ah, or, or one of those homeopathic places, or sort of cod medicine places. You go past, and you think, yeah. But if I was really ill, I certainly wouldn't be popping into the old Egyptian pharmacist. So that was this week's, and then our listeners sent it in. That's the most, I'd say, inaccessible thing if you haven't heard. And that might take, but I think almost by example, you get them straight away. Such is the contextual momentum of the item. Uh, I think you, I think it's it's pretty strong. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much, Johnny. That's all right. Lovely to talk to you. You too. Johnny Vaughan, actual whirlwind. Yeah. How did you even get a word in? Oh, I barely did, as you heard. <laughs> I kept on going to reply to something and then he, and he'd start talking about something else. You wait until you hear his recommendations. When he's back in a couple of weeks, he, he recommends a huge amount of things, all in just one Tirade. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Yeah. All right, we're going to head over to ACAST now for a quick update. Right, now it is time for the first recommendation of the week, and we're going to hear from the Birthday Girls. Uh, of course, they are from the Birthday Girls House Party podcast. We heard them back in episode one talking about films to be buried with, and now it's time for their second recommendation. Absolutely. And I should also say that the Birthday Girls were um, kind enough to be part of one of the first Pod Bible Podomix live shows, um, which took place in September at the London Podcast Festival on the ACAR stage. And uh, the, the, the concept behind the, the Podomix shows that we're doing with Pod Bible is to get two of your favourite podcasts and, and put them together for a one off show. And, uh, and they were more than happy to, um, to take part in that. And you can listen to that episode uh if you go over to the hardcore listing podcast you can listen to the birthday girls uh podomix show yeah i was in attendance i can confirm it was good thank you mate it was very good in fact um whilst we're talking about that we should also mention that pod bible put on a second um, podomix show it was a wrestling themed one we had hardest part of the ring and tuesday night jaw uh, and they came together and they did a big old wrestling quiz loads of people on stage some of your favorite wrestlers if you're into wrestling were there as well uh, so yeah, and some of your favourite pop stars and some of your favourite podcasters. You had an all star lineup. There. We did, we did, we did, and uh, I was on there as well. So yeah, check that out. And uh, in the meantime, should we hear from the birthday girls? Let's get a recommendation from them. Okay, 
Okay, welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. Uh, sitting in front of me is Camille, BT, and Rose from the Birthday Girls House Party. Recommend a podcast for me, please. Oh, first Ready? one. First one. Yeah. In unison. Yeah. yeah. One, two, two three. three. Dear, Dear Joan, Joan and Jerica. We're very good at speaking in unison. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a sketch group, you have to. You've got to nail You have to learn. You nailed it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Tell us about the podcast. Oh, Go God. On. It is the best podcast I've ever listened to. <laughs> If you're looking for a comedy podcast, there is no other podcast that will top it. And I will stand by that. Mm. I would go as far as to say it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Agreed. (laughs) Honestly, I think it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's the only thing that even on like a second, third listen, because you forget what they've said. So it's really easy to listen to it again. And when you're out and about or on the tube, it is the only thing that I can't not laugh out loud. Mm. I was listening to it on the tube on the way here, actually, and thinking, yeah, I look deranged. Yeah. I yeah. look deranged. It makes you laugh, laugh. so yeah. much. It's, it's because they're so dark. We should say what, it, what the premise is yeah. if they don't go know on. it. You, no, you. No, no, pl- you. no please, BT. you. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, their agony aunts, Joan and Jerrica, played by Vicky Pepperdine and Julia Davis. Heroes. Heroes. And uh, they basically get problems in from listeners and they have to sort of chat through them and solve them. And I and... think that they write the letter, don't yes. they? And yeah. then they improvise their response. Yeah. yeah. So you get to hear them talk. Absolutely. Like they don't know what each other's going to say. Yeah, yeah. And Julia Davis laughs quite a lot. Yeah, you can hear her. Vicky like, hardly ever goes. The... What I love is that you can hear the two of them trying to outdo each other and make yeah. each make other laugh. say the worst say the yeah. worst thing and you can hear these pauses <laughs> i find the way that julia davis breathes yeah. funny yeah i find the way that she breathes funny yeah. I, I think yeah and, but also vicky pepperdine i think is also absolutely incredible she's so committed just oh for her commi- yeah I know. her pure commitment i was listening to one today where my favorite thing is the way that they're <laughs> It, or whenever there's a woman whose problem is very clearly that she's got a horrible husband, husband. Or something, they always manage to make it so it's the woman's fault. Yeah. There was a there was a problem you on know, the one I was listening to today where he's going out to work. He's he's yeah. a lovely man. Oh he's, oh, he's unemployed. Well, he's really? trying very he's hard. He's trying, you know. But there was one I was listening to today where someone had written, it, the problem was like, oh, I'm I'm 50 and I've got a nine year old son and the school <gasps> mums are being horrible so, to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. And they and they basically just it's just them going, why have you had him so late? <laughs> why? And then Vicky Pepperdine goes, oh, Felicity, yeah. you know, I can just murder them, some of these women. And it's just, oh, it's and incredible. And you think favourite is the ongoing saga with um, Vicky Pepperdine's character and her daughter. Oh, oh yeah, Cardinal. Ca- Cardinal. Yeah. <laughs> Cardinal. And Cardinal says, I caused her depression. And, um, but she writes books about depression. Yeah, yeah. And then she writes books, or is it Jerrica? Yeah. Writes books about depression, but, but says she's never had depression. Yeah. It's all about telling people to just have a better attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> and they go, they go quite dark as well. Like, quite dark. Very dark. Yeah. The first problem of the first episode, they use the phrase to describe because they, they, they always talk about they ask people to send in pictures so they've got these imaginary pictures they describe the woman as having a nutty gaunty aidsy look yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. very, very so, war nutty yeah. nose yeah. Yeah. if you've got that sort of aidsy nutty gaunty look <laughs> and, you, and that's one of, the, one of those first things where you hear that they're yeah. trying to make each other yeah. laugh and it's such a joyous thing to listen to because obviously like for us we're also female comedians kind of it's just so nice to hear people doing what you do and having such playful fun with yeah. it i think 
yeah, because yeah. there's there's nothing better than making your mates laugh and that's what's so cool about it it's like it feels like they're just sort of making it for each other to have a yeah. great time and play these characters yeah you can hear how much fun they're having. yeah and that's so fun to listen to it makes me laugh just thinking about it. <laughs> and also, though, what I love about it is it is sort of, even though it is, like you say, just kind of, you can tell that they're just having so much fun making it, it is a sort of satire on a certain type yeah. of woman yeah. who who will sort of just tear down other women and who will kind of think she has, think the, answer that she has the answer to everything, even though she hasn't, you know, she hasn't She's absolutely not qualified in any way. Yeah, that, it's, it's, it's kind of a satire, I guess, on sort of privilege, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're both and not, under- Julia not really understanding other people's problems. No, yeah. no, but, but but still having an absolute opinion because that's like something that's really wrong with they've tapped into something that's like is really wrong with society. Like everyone thinks they've got you know an opinion and an answer to yeah. everything, and they yeah. haven't they haven't got any of the answers. And I love it how it, it does go a bit surreal as well because it's very naturalistic. Then <laughs> they're talking to you know made up people, but it's as if it's completely real. But some of the stuff they say, <laughs> it, it's that, that that they'll say is fact. And it's yeah. really like weird, offbeat, surreal stuff, but they just yes and everything. Yeah. And, like, and it just becomes the norm. They were talking about oh, skid she, marks. Because, you know, or oh, yeah. skid marks or scuff marks or your skiff, 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 skiff marks. Was, what do you do? Lots of things. There was you know. one they were talking, telling an old, they were, they were telling a detritus getting in your detritus. <laughs> they were saying about, they were trying to tell a 62 year old woman how to give fellatio. <laughs> And then they start saying all the different... They start saying fellatio in so many different ways. And Julia Davis is like, yes, well, f- you know, fellatio, as we say in Scotland. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, in Scotland, they say fellatio. Okay. <laughs> it just goes to places that you don't expect. Really what was the one that... What's the problem where she goes... She's telling you to get your husband in the mood. You've got to give him lots of like milky sort of oh, oh wait oh, oh, foods. No, 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 foods milky foods you and know, the one milky where there's a dinner party. Bread. Give him sort of bread that's soaked in warm milk. <laughs> some sort of milky baby type foods. And there's the woman who writes in because they go to a dinner party and her husband basically like ejaculates in like people's hats, oh, jackets, yes. and they're like. And they blame it on the woman yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, he's yeah. obviously not, he's obviously not satisfied yeah. at home. Well, there's the one guy who just likes to put his toe inside. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but then there's stuff that's like really close to the bone. How oh. they're basically encouraging, you know, the one about how it's like basically saying that all sons fancy their mums oh, yes. and how it's like healthy yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, they're, yeah. they're like encouraging people to like have sex with their like seventeen year old godson. Yeah. Oh, incredible yeah. but it, it, so but it's never done i never feel sometimes with really kind of cutting edge comedy that's about those subjects you feel that it's really like gratuitous and gross out with them yeah. I, it, it, this podcast it never feels like that yeah because it's played like you say so naturalistically yeah. and also because their characters oh, are so, so well realized yeah. yeah it doesn't feel like sometimes with comedy like that that you know Sometimes with close to the bone stuff, it's like, are you actually trying to say this a bit? Yes. But Jonathan Pye. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, but with them, yeah, like you say, because they're in character, you you feel safe knowing that like them as people are not saying this awful stuff. They're just really funny, awful characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awful. People. That's how they get away with it. But it's brilliant. But I'm really glad yeah. they do. <laughs> yeah, it's really brilliant. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to Camille, Beatty, and Rose for that recommendation. They are very good at recommending things. Mm-hmm. 
I, I'll admit that when I listened to that back before this, I then went and downloaded all of Dear Joan and Jerrica. Oh, it's a wonderful, wonderful podcast, that. Coming up next, uh, we have a, a returning guest. Yeah, another returning guest is Kate Thornton. Um, yes. She was also on episode one. Uh, she talked about love stories with Dolly Alderton then, mm. and she's back now to talk about another podcast that she loves. Absolutely. Okay, we're joined by Kate Thornton of the White Wine Question Time podcast. Kate, could you recommend us a podcast, please? James O'Brien, full disclosure. It's a new one. So it's kind of a two-in-one recommendation here because I discovered... I mean, I know James because I listen to him on LBC and I live in London. If you don't live in London, you'll be going, what? Mm -hmm. He's the dude that used to be on my um, Question Time. Mm -hmm. He's a brilliant broadcaster, a great journalist, and he was doing uh, initially... 50 episodes he did of a podcast called Unfiltered for Joe.com. Yeah. And they were one-hour long-form interviews. And he's just a great interviewer. He's done his homework. I can I can stick my earphones in, press play on anything James does, and I know it will be a thorough workout of that guest's life, attitudes, opinions, thoughts. It will be handled intelligently, with sensitivity, and it's underpinned by brilliant research. So I can really just relax into it and I gorge on them. You know, it's one of the few podcasts where when it dropped weekly, I was like, yes. And I didn't save it to listen to tomorrow. I had to listen to it there and then. And then he stopped making them. And I was gutted. Like, no, <laughs> don't stop. And so I messaged him on Twitter. I was like, you can't, this can't be the end. <laughs> and he came back and said, don't worry, I'm working on something else. And he has. He's come back with full disclosure. First interview at the traps, Tony Blair. I mean, if you're going to go hard, yeah, big start. That's a that's a good booking. Mm-hmm. Followed by Ricky Gervais, um, you know, and so on and so forth. And he's just he's a great he's a great interviewer. And there's nowhere for young journalists, I feel now, to go and learn their craft in that kind of speech arena. It, there's you know we live in such a fast and speedy society that we're, we're you know we're, we're constantly being challenged to squeeze information into the shortest amount of time possible and nothing breathes and nothing is, is it has a chance to be explored. James is the antithesis of that. He lets it breathe. He explores. He digs deep. And I think most people, if they tune in and they like the subject, the person that's being interviewed, will stick with it. Yeah. He's, he's a total pro, isn't he? Because he, he's not afraid. He doesn't just butter up his guests. He's not afraid to challenge. No. You know, uh, if there's something I, he doesn't agree with or something somebody says that doesn't, doesn't quite sit right, he'll he'll bring it up and he'll hone it in on it. He's, he's great. How, yeah. did, how did he handle Tony Blair? I've not listened to this episode. It, uh, have a listen. Very good. I yeah. mean, he, he wasn't afraid to go there on all the difficult subjects, you know, Brexit, Iraq. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, I think there's a respect at play as well. I think that he is a yeah. respected broadcaster. And again, you know, in in a world where we are you know, dazzled by people that wear bikinis on Love Island and celebrity is instantaneous and the number of followers decides how successful you are on social media. Forget all of that. This is a guy that, you know, started in a newsroom and has earned his stripes and he's he's crafted his skills and it shows in, in every breath that he, he takes on those podcasts and, and every question that he lands. And I And I really hope that for future generations... They find somewhere to go and learn how to do that in a smart journalistic way. I think sometimes journalism has a bit of a negative connotation. 
because you associate it with, I don't know, you know, bad practice, tabloid, hysteria, whatever. Mm. But actually, fundamentally, journalism is, 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 is how we inform the world. It's a really important job if it's done properly. And with the way our news and media is consumed now, I think it's in a really mental state of flux. And I just hope that future generations are drawn to it because I think it's really hard now to make a living as a journalist. So there's very little incentive to go and, you know, stack up 20, 30 grand's worth of debt in uni to go into a job that pays you less than a labourer's getting on a building site for a day yeah. um, in the hope that actually you're going to become this great storyteller. So I, I hope there's, we can find a way to monetize that for the next James O'Briens of this world. Thank you very much, Kay. And uh, I did actually then go and download the Tony Blair episode and it delivered. Yes, did it? Was it good? Absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah, I think James just does an absolutely brilliant job of any interview he's ever done, really. The, the Kate talked about his, his last run of podcasts, but all of the full disclosure ones I've listened to have been excellent. So another very good recommendation. Thank you very much, Kate. Absolutely, and thank you very much for listening. We've come to the end of Pod Bible Podcast number nine. If you want to find out more, please head over to social media platforms and check at Pod Bible. If you want to check out our magazine, then you can go to podbiblemag.com where you can read back issues and you can also order physical issues to Absolutely. read with your hands and your eyes. Um, you can also email us at info at podbiblemag.com. And let's finish with the big crescendo announcement, Adam. Yes, this is hugely important. I imagine there are quite a few people who might just download this podcast and, sk- and skip to the end. Skip to this bit. Yeah. So here we are. The Pod Bible Podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Audible. Audible. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next week for another Pod Bible podcast. <laughs> See you later. Bye bye.